Uh, but Mabel smoking crack is wrong. Come on, dip. No, wait, hang on. <laughs> Come on, Dipper, don't you want to smoke some weed? Wendy will think you're totally cool. Oh, but Mabel, oh no. Rebel Taxi post-Christmas, kinda almost New Year's podcast. I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you people? I'm Daph Pina. I talk about our people. I'm Jake Neutron. I'm learning Blender. Whoa, damn. Learning Blender. Yeah. What you making over there? Yeah, what you do? Funny things. Funny Nickelodeon things. Yeah, what assets did you steal? Uh, Jimmy Neutron's movie assets. Yeah, surprisingly, because that leaked, right? Hilariously leaked. Wasn't that from the uh, Game Boy game? Yeah, the Game Boy Advance game. I think I spoke about this previously before, mm-hmm. but I mean, like, the Jimmy Neutron community's been trying to restore them, so hopefully, uh, whoever owns Jimmy, I want to say Nickelodeon, but, I mean, I don't think they own the assets. Nickelodeon and, um, what's their name? Uh, DNA Productions. Hi, DNA I'm Productions. Paul. That guy. Yeah, DNA Productions. That guy owns but them. As, but as far as I know, most people that were involved with Jimmy Neutron want attention on it so that it can, like there might be precedent for it to get a reboot. So, I mean, they're probably not that mad about it leaking. Yeah, this time with ray tracing. Hell yeah. Well, it's kind of like that, um... What was it? That leaked Duke Nukem game? The cancelled one? Duke Nukem, yeah. Well, technically, it wasn't cancelled. It was rather later turned into another hunting game called Vivisector. Uh-huh. They have, like, a lot of the weapons made. So it's a hunting game in which you have an assault rifle, machine gun, and, like, a grenade launcher. Hell yeah, so this is like a, a cancelled Duke Nukem hunting game? Yeah, like, this is around the time they should have been releasing forever, and I guess they were just taking the sweet-ass time, and this is gonna be a spinoff game? Yeah, just a nice game to tide you over. It's a hunting game where you play as Duke and you hunt endangered species? Was that what it was? Yeah, it's that'll show not them. the most far-fetched. Yeah. Like those, um, I'm not thinking of the Doom, not Doom, the Duke Nukem Wads. You know, it's like the add-on packs. Uh-huh. But those other weird spin-off games like Duke Nukem, Land of Babes. Hell with a yeah. third-person shooter? Yeah, they just pumped those out constantly. They kind of did. It was even made by um, I mean, id Software. What, what's Duke Nukem got against all these endangered animals? Like, which, if you know, if you if you had to kill one endangered animal, which one would you kill off? Um, some kind of monkey. Whoa! Rid- Why? Why not? What, what the monkeys do? Monkeys. We could have them in like you know the M- MVP most valuable primate two, the one where he skateboards. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Actually, I don't think about this at all. What kind of what kind of animal would you kill? Uh, I just yeah. went straight for that. Maybe a snake. Yeah, snakes kill all the mosquitoes, all the rare bugs. Fuck them. Fuck the environment. Well, it's kind of like that bird we saw, which uh, if you look on screen right now, if you're listening to this on YouTube, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Pan and I found. The 12 wired bird of the paradise. The lamest bird <laughs> of all time. It's like a fucking banana with a bunch of wires sticking out. And those wires are intentional. They're supposed to like, I don't what know. What the hell woo- is that? Yeah, it's supposed to woo the female birds. And that's not. That thing looks like a disease. For some reason, it's not hair. No. What is it's it? just something else. Just copper wiring inside the birds. And the tweet that we found it from says, this is from Luke Zero or Luke McKinney. Incredible scenes on Waibu. Someone tweeted a bird experts. I saw this bird. What's it called? People mocking the sketch, which is a pretty funny sketch. Oh, man. But an expert replies, 
Oh yeah, that's a 12-wire bird of paradise. The sketch is great, except you're missing five wires. The literal name is the 12-wire bird of paradise. They couldn't come up with a better name for this lame-ass bird. When you look at it, you're like, oh, it's black, it's yellow. Nah, 12 wires. That's, that's way too scary. Gotta be the most unfortunate set of pubes I've ever seen. Lamest fucking bird ever. It's kind of like how cats have whiskers everywhere. Like, they have whiskers on the back of their paws. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed that? What the fuck? Yeah, next time you look at your cat... Which Pan doesn't have a cat. He has a he has a dog. I don't got a cat. No, I don't. Just kidding. We we like to play around here. But if you look on screen, I have no dog. Which, if you're driving while listening to this, swerve into the right lane and oh, take a look at this. It's just extra. Uh, yeah, extra hairs, Aww. extra white hairs that grow randomly around the body. Kind of like this one weird long hair that's on my like shoulder. I don't know what that's about. Uh, um, that's just in your DNA. Yeah, it'd be that way. Consider getting it checked out. Oh, no, I, I looked it up. It's normal. Everyone's got one of those. Yeah. Just got... pluck the hair. Yeah, you just got like a random long hair on the side of your shoulder and stuff. No idea. I had cancer on my shoulder. Ah! That's right. Yeah, that was my reaction, too. Uh, then they took it out. Yay. Well, at least I got it out. Yeah, so I can technically say I survived cancer. No, so I shouldn't say that, because that's not no. the best way to say it. Oh. But they took it out... And then I had to get another procedure to take out the other parts. And I wanted to see it, but they threw it away too fast the first time. Yeah. I was like, hey, before you... Put that in... I want to see that yeah, shit. Yeah, put it in the jar. I want to see that too. Yeah, what the hell is that about? It was kind of like a ball of fat, because that's what cancer is usually. Uh. And I looked at it and it was like, hmm, gross. Throw it away. Yeah. No one wants <laughs> so why would I keep Disgusting. that? Just a pile of corn. It's just like that cannibal video I watched about a guy supposedly eating uh, another person and saying, hey, why, what's all this corn inside the person? And it turns out that's just the body fat. Interesting. Ah. We're all filled with corn, which is basically our body fat. You know, that's what it looks like. Just corn. A little terrifying. Well, there's a lot of foods you can't even digest that your body says that's like shit out. Yeah, it just gives up. It's because it's weak. Weak sauce. But you know what isn't weak? What? We're recording this on Monday, yeah. December 26th. Then what was yesterday? Uh, Yeah, Christmas and the day that Penny and Stocking ruined everything. Well, luckily it's getting a season two. Yeah. But, Jake. Yeah. yeah. What'd you get? Well, you're not Jake Pan. I said Jake. Mm -hmm. That's why I explained Jake. Jake. Yes. What'd you get for Christmas? Um, Let me see. I think my parents mainly got me clothing. Uh, nice. Cool pants jacket i think i got a wallet pants uh, jacket like a jean jacket no it was like it was a pair of pants and a jacket a pair um, of pants that turns into a jacket no just a pair of pants and a jacket oh okay um a wallet uh i forget what else they got me i remember my sister got me a wallet uh i think everything else was probably just like it was mainly apparel what kind of wallet is it is it like an electronic one? Is it a leather one? What you got going on? It was a nice leather one, which I definitely needed because I haven't had a new wallet since 2010. Oh, damn. That's like... I think it's old. You gotta replace that shit. And um, I think we also... I think my sister also got me like a $50 DoorDash card, mm. um, which I instantly gave to Angel. Uh, and they also gave Angel a pair of uh, Baby Yoda socks because they know he likes Star Wars. And what about you, Pan? What'd you get? Oh man, well, mostly uh, a bunch of like uh, gift cards or shirts. But uh, I bought with one of those cards, I bought Need for Speed Unbound, and uh, I never really played much of the Need for Speed game since like 
<laughs> need for Speed Three Hot Pursuit. You didn't really had a speed. No, at all. You I just kind of had a need for slowness. Oh, I, yeah, I, I take my time. But yeah, Need for Speed Unbound is interesting because uh, the cars and environments are realistic, but all the humans and like the effects drawn on top, it kind of has like this Spider-Verse style to it. It's a very strange thing to see, but it's like, damn, if EA is going to do this with um, Need for Speed, it'd be cool if they try if they brought back SSX and did it in this style, because this would be perfect for that. Well, they have to have some sort of stylization, because on the mainline consoles, not counting Switch, I don't know what the fuck, hmm. but they have Mario Kart, I guess, but... In terms of realistic racing games or simulator games, yeah. Microsoft has Forza and PlayStation has Gran Turismo, which are like hyper detailed, the most accurate you can be yeah. while still being kind of fun. And so I guess Need for Seed was kind of just there, but like, hey, we're having, need for seed. We're having fun. Yeah, I got the Need for Seed. Chirp, chirp, but chirp. like nerf compared to Call of Duty. Yay. But uh, oh, yeah, boy. well, I kind of feel it's a smart choice because. Um, I did play Forza, the newest uh, Forza Horizon something something on Game Pass, and like it's got the most realistic graphics ever. You know, you're driving through Mexico or whatever, and uh, you look at the human characters, and it's like, oh, that looks bad. Those look like some re <laughs> some uh, Final Fantasy Spirits Within characters in fucking 2022. They're good at making cars, not people. It's called. A car game, not a people game. Yeah, and I guess for like this EA game, this um for um Need for Speed Unbound, they they made the right choice of making it so stylized that it's so far removed from reality that it's just it it, it somehow it feels cohesive despite two different styles mixing together. Well, it's kind of like when Forza did that show with Lego, yeah, and also with Hot Wheels. Oh yeah, where it's like hyper realistic, but then as I'm showing in the group chat, I'm showing it to you right now. It's just like. That's way too detailed for a fucking Hot Wheels game, you know what I mean? This is what a Hot Wheels movie would have looked like had it, had they gone through with it, like they said they Your would. Your toys, but in HD. Yeah, Hot Wheels HD. I would have assumed they made a, because uh, I know they made a Hot Wheels series. Oh. Acceleracers. Yeah, there was that, and yeah, it was Acceleracers, as I was thinking. And also and Battle the Force Origin 5. of Awesome. Origin of Awesome? Hang on. Hot Wheels. Yeah, look at this. You get like that kid. What the kid, fuck that are these kid. guys? What the fuck is this Nicktoons bullshit? Nicktoons Network. <laughs> I'm gonna say probably a Canadian cartoon. Yeah, this looks like it would just get dumped on Nicktoons Network, and only like three people would remember it and constantly ask for a review on oh. it. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. I gotta read this. It's apparently a movie. Oh boy. Uh, four children: Grant, George, Nicholas, Roy, and Ben Diskin must stop a mysterious fast car that transforms the small town into an orange racetrack. So like, wait, wait, the car comes. They're gonna fucking plow over their town and turn it into a, a little racetrack, a little orange loop-de-loop -loop racetrack. Well, they have to save the rec center somehow. I'm looking at the footage, this actually does look awesome though. It's not as the style is not like Motor City where it kind of blends well. It it's very jarring. I guess we will have to watch it later. Hot Wheels Origins of Awesome. You want Pan to make a Hot Wheels video? No, hey, um, Battle Force Five. No, not Battle Force Five. Um, the original Acceleracers. I vaguely remember that on Toonami once. Yeah. Excelsior. Because I'm like with my Lego video. There's gonna be a lot of people that are be like, "Yo, why didn't you talk about the Bionicle movies?" And it's like, gotta see that for a. It's own vid. Bionicles is a completely separate entity. Yeah. I, I know it's a Lego thing, but like, there's enough. It deserves its own thing. You, you know what's Gout. yeah. You know what's sad is like uh, 
there is nearly no references to Bionicle in the Lego films, except for like one little slideshow image that's on screen for a millisecond. But in Lego Movie 2, one of the villains was going to have a, a sidekick that was a, a Bionicle. And they got rid of that. They just gave him dinosaurs instead. Does does Lego own the full rights to it? Or do you think they I, somehow lost media rights to someone? I assume they would have it. I don't know. I don't work at Legoland. Um, if if someone on this if someone's listening to this podcast and their dad or parent or you, yeah, maybe you work are on you a, Lego. A Lego engineer, a Legoneer. Yeah, yes. Legoneer. Do they call it a Legoneer? That's what they are now, Legoneers. Or since a worse version of the Imagineers, <laughs> Disney. <laughs> no, they're cool. They use blocks. Brick me up, Scotty. For Christmas. What else? Would, That's my turn. No, no. What else would you call a Lego uh, engineer? A Legoneer. Builders. The build. The mm. master builders. That's. That's too self-important. I'm not gonna like go to like a, a job, a job search and say, yo, I was a former master builder. Yeah. Oh, on Epic Game Store, I think it was like a couple of days ago. Uh, they gave away the Builder's Journey, the Lego game, for free. Hmm. The one with the sick ray tracing. Yeah. Damn. That's what I I think I'd compare it to, like, the Toadstool game. You know, the Captain Toad. It's like tiny worlds spin around in an empty void. Yeah, I don't want to be in a void. I want to explore the free world. I go where I want. For Christmas. Well. I got a couple of things. Ooh. I got a nine-film Spider-Man collection. The 4K version. They rescanned the footage. Mm Mm-hmm. Luckily, it didn't come in one of those, um, uh, remember when DVD compilations or, like, bundles used to be very shitty and stupid? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I have The Simpsons Season 12, I think it is, and you open it. It's not like a, you know, a case of, like, DVDs that you, like, you know, sift through. It's like a cardboard cutout you have to fold out, like, an accordion and slide out the discs out of the cardboard. Yeah, those sucked ass. Luckily, this goes by trilogy. The Tobey Maguire trilogy, the Tom Holland trilogy... The one Spider-Verse film so far. And then the duology, is that, is that how you say it, of uh, Andrew Garfield? Mm-hmm. Separate DVDs. You know, separate, like, cases. So, so I could throw away that. Still be fun. Yeah. Mm. I got a gift card. I got a Lupin the Third art book. A Eric Goulian art of. Who? You know, the director of Secret Life of Pets, Despicable Me Minions. Golly. It even has the newest film, so it's like, ooh. Uh, I mean, this what a specific art book of, like... I mean, you know, those are... You know, those are... All right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. The specific art book for what? This, the person behind the minions? Yay. Just, yeah. Just him? Well, not just the Swingover minion, but all of the movies. All the okay. movies then done. Golly. Well, that makes and sense. Because I like how the stories are okay and the jokes are fine. Yeah. But the textures in the 3D movies and like the designs Whoa. and how they're able to reuse stuff. Ooh, that's brilliant. That's good stuff. Pretty good. And my last book, which I did show Pan a bit of, The Art of Ardman. Just the films, though. Yeah, yeah. They didn't include Chopsucky Chooks because they're cowards. Yeah, but they did have some of Flushed Away. Yeah. Like two sketches, I guess. Flush them all away, yeah. Classic film. It was about a guy, and he uh, goes into the toilet and 
Um, they go on an adventure or something. I don't know. And it's CGI because water is hard to animate yeah. with clay. Yeah, what yeah. was the deal with Artman like making CG films? Um, I guess they wanted to try something new. But it's kind of like how for the Lego movie, they originally wanted to do stop motion, but then they said Did they? Ugh. Did Yeah. I need a source on that cuz I didn't find nothing on that. Let's, let's see. Lego movie originally stop motion. I've heard that forever, so let's double take. Yeah. That's because the film is what what the hell? What is the Lego movie stop motion from the Lego website itself? Uh that's that's because the film is a hybrid. It utilizes computer-generated animation of real Lego elements achieved in a photoreal stop-motion style. That doesn't answer the question. No. You got that. You, you just made that source up. You didn't know shit. I, I was researching Lego movies. You didn't find nothing that I didn't know. Get out of here. <laughs> maybe I just heard way long ago. Yeah. Wait, wait. I, wait, Phil Lord. Wait, wait. Maybe I found oh, something. Oh, yeah. Uh, we started from the place of Lego fan films that you see online that have level of creativity that's so inspiring and we thought if we made a movie that looks like you gave one of those people a bunch of money that would turn out pretty good and then right here chris miller it's a hybrid part of it cgi part of it is lego and we don't want people to know which part is which wait so some of it is stop motion well i guess they're referring to like the credit scene that is stop motion and they do use real assets for the live action scenes maybe that's what they meant yeah i'll have to find if Maybe I just heard it, because the film came out, what, 2013, 2014? Uh, yeah, 14, I think. That's going to be 10 years, man. That's going to be 10 ah! years soon. Aren't you excited? Ah! No, I'm not excited for nothing. I I don't want to, I don't care about the passage of time, you know? I, did, did I tell you how much I hate calendar stores and how there was a calendar store in my mall that lasted like two months? Nobody bought that shit. Oh, God. Nobody wanted to buy a calendar. Oh, wait a second. Looking more into the Lego thing. Apparently, they still had to use real Lego sets True. to plan things out oh. and build things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some of the... That makes sense. Yeah, because um, they had a computer that basically had, like, an archive of every Lego piece, and they just constructed all the buildings, all the characters out of Lego pieces they already owned. Or new ones. Maybe that's, maybe that's what I've been mixing up for yeah. nearly 10 years, I guess. That they did have Lego sets. They did use some stop motion... But it wasn't to the extent of what it was. Nah. Though if they did make this in like 2003, it would have been stop motion. <laughs> yeah, and it would have looked possibly like ass because they're they're not very articulate. They're, you know, you can't really pose them too well. Lego characters. Yeah, they do a lot of cheating within the films. Yeah. They, that you couldn't do normally. Yeah, those uh, limbs are always being like unsocketed, unhooked. And the hardest parts, because um, remember you showed me like, was it Conan O'Brien? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, the camera kept moving when they did that, like, that stop motion thing, and it's like, oh. And they did the robot chicken thing where they overlaid the mouths in post. <laughs> because, yeah. obviously, that shit's hard. True dead. But the Lego movie, since we're still on this topic, is at, at least the first one is a 2K upscale in 4K, if you buy the 4K Blu-ray. Yeah, the human eye can't see beyond 720, so I don't see what's the purpose of that. But you know what the human eye did see past? Huh. Apparently, the... Black Adam test screening was so bad that DC ordered $70 million worth of reshoots. Oh, oh man. And, and the end result was a fantastic film. I mean, I thought it was fun. Is it good? No. <laughs> well, you're here, folks. I, I really want to see what the original one was supposed to be. 
like to be that lucky test screener that had to sign the NDA, so you just know what the original film looked like, and going like, oh my god, Damn. that's a reshoot. That's this a reshoot. is an that's awesome reshoot. film. Release the era, the the Dwayne cut, <laughs> the, the Dwayne cut, the Dwayne cut, the Rock cut. Yeah, but I remember reading that and I was like, oh, so because they spent seventy million extra, which is also why they can only release what was it? Don't worry, my darling. Don't worry, darling. And Black Adam in theaters. That's why. Oh. They spent a lot of extra money. Is DC wow. saved? Um, I mean, I already told you the thing about Dwayne unfollowing uh, Warner Brothers and Discovery on like Twitter and Instagram. Oh. I mean, he's feeling a bit burned. Hey. You know what I mean? I know Hideo Kojima, he saw this movie and he said that he was surprised that he could stay up and watch it. It was that good. He was he he didn't fall asleep during the film. Oh yeah, I saw a quote tweet of that. It was someone making a joke. It's like the Rock's gonna see this and go like, <laughs> "He's I can't believe you stayed you stayed awake during the two hours of action-packed thrill rides." There's more to come from DC, dude. We're in this for real. Oh yes, I got I found I found it. He, Hideo Kojima writes, "I watched Black Adam. Arrived early this morning from LA and thought I was going to fall asleep, but I stayed awake and was able to watch it. Yes, <laughs> I didn't fall asleep. That's like, well, I mean, I knew he was gonna, the film was gonna be a bit." Well, good for him because usually when he sees a film that he hates, he just said, "I saw Black Adam." Oh, that's like a death <laughs> like nail. That's what he types. Oh man, fact checked. Apparently, The Rock says he didn't unfollow Warner Brothers Discovery on Instagram. Yay! There had... He's like, guys, there's still hope. Wait, wait, I'm gonna read this. Hundred percent not true. Never followed either account on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, show <laughs> them. Even... He never cared. That's even funny. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Technically. Oh god, it's like that, um... Well, I never followed them at all. Neil deGrasse Tyson tweet on Christmas, like, Did you know that Santa is scientifically impossible and your kids are stupid? Hmm? Bitch, what's he doing on Christmas? Nothing. He ain't done shit. I want to find the exact tweet that he said, because he said it in such a way, it's like, hey... Then he essentially to... said that, like, uh, for Santa to do such and such, he, had, like, he just said how, like, fast he'd have to be doing things. Who gives a shit? Yeah, he didn't. He didn't technically say that they that it was impossible for Santa to do it. He just said that that's what that's what your Santa is doing. Neil deGrasse. I call him Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm. I call him Neil and put your dick in my ass, Tyson. Yeah. Here, wait. I found I found his tweet after extensive research, which by the way means he did it himself to prove people wrong. I've concluded that for Santa to deliver presents to the billions of homes that celebrate Christmas and to do so in one continuous night across twenty four time zones. He and his reindeer must open wormholes to the fabric of space-time between each delivery. In case you're wondering, for Santa, in a single 24-hour Earth night, to deliver presents to all homes, he must visit 25,000 homes per second. Who cares? Pretty yeah, that, that, you know, that kind of bugs me about, like, all the TV shows that are about Santa. Like, you always see Santa taking his sweet-ass time, like Tim Allen, and it's like, this doesn't make any scientific sense. At least have him freeze time or whatever. Well, that's why I liked the explanation in um violent night yeah because the santa is just a guy they don't really go too much into that which i guess we'll see for the sequel um but the bad guys have his magic bag and they're like how's it work and he's like i don't know it's magic magic i guess bag. magic bag of hallucinogenic how drugs. does the magic bag work well it's magic so yeah they don't i did see a quote tweet from the neil degrasse tyson he doesn't know about christmas magic but you know it's not christmas magic huh apparently they're still doing um 
Nickelodeon coverage of NFL games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for some reason, they're airing the NFL on Nickelodeon. And for this year, Jake, as you can see right here, they have a VTuber Patrick 3D model. Yes. Apparently, this is on Christmas Day because, you know, NFL, December 25th, went on. And I guess they had this voice actor live narrate during the whole... How long is a football game? Six hours? Seven hours? <laughs> but I think so. I don't know. I don't know nothing about sports, but that sounds plausible. I swear that rig looks like the one from Roblox. Oh. Maybe. Regardless, this poor voice actor had to suffer through six hours of commentary in character with very limited movements. He's like, hey, can I go home to my family on Christmas? Nah. Like, no, Patrick, voice actor. Oh, man. Why do I got to be for the kiddies. Here? Maybe he's having a blast. I mean, oh. I don't know what kids are watching. Huh the nfl but you know no, it's on nickelodeon so they gotta you know it's it's either this or worldwide day to day of play i'd rather see whatever the hell pbs kids is airing and watch this <laughs> uh yeah i'm what are they airing what uh, a couple of days ago i had the thought of like huh what do they air on saturday mornings on like you know like your channel three and channel four and five like what do they got going on mm. uh let me see what pbs is doing right now programming blocks network history children's programming Hold on. I'm trying to find the Wikipedia page just for this. Yeah, there it is. All kids shows. Yeah. Damn it. I'm trying to find it in like order of year. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. trying to figure out which ones are new. It doesn't say. It's just Great. giving me an alphabetical list. I know Arthur got canceled. So you can't do Arthur anymore. Oh, man. 2022. I mean, they could rerun it. Uh, We have. Okay, we have something called Rosie's Rules. Who? All right, that's. It's Rosie. She has rules. We have Xavier Riddle, Xavier Riddle and the Secrets Museum. Uh, Sesame Street. Okay, that's classic. Mm -hmm. Nature Cat. Nature Cat. Donkey Hottie. What? H O D I E. What? It's like a puppet show. Molly oh. of Denali. <laughs> I love that. These like, these don't exist. Um, Cyber Chase still exists. Yeah, Cyber Is Chase. It? We're moving. We're beating Hacker at his game. Yeah, it's his, since 2002. Are they still trapped in the fucking they're computer world? They're still making shit? They're fucking... Oh my god. I think their family moved on. They're still trapped in there. Like, they're dead. Everyone outside the world thinks they're dead. Who cares? How many episodes would they have had by now? I mean, they're not trapped in cyberspace. They come to and from to help Motherboard. Oh, 136 oh, okay. episodes. Wait, the by... In 20 years, that computer's like... Old. They need to reboot the operating system. They need oh, to get some new kids man. or something. They gotta plug a mainframe or whatever they live in. Something about a virus. I don't know. They have to be like, hey, um, we're in college and we're still doing what? Bro. Not even algebra, like adding yeah. stuff. Bro, coding fucking sucks. I'm gonna become a, I don't know, a chef. A chef? Yeah, cyber chef. Right. Hell yeah. Okay, name every seasoning. Um, the paprika um okay. gazpacho it's like a whole meal chowder that's also a meal not a seasoning um kimchi quick what what's the difference um, between a seasoning and a spice uh i don't know rosal spice uh there's mung dal, truffles, schnitzel, gazpacho, kiwi, you're, panini. You're mixing like ingredients, seasoning, spices, and whole meals. MDV, like one different thing. Gorgonzola, shivshi, guy, 
Thrice Cream Shin Man, <laughs> Man, Rosemary, Dom, Bird Player, Adult Panini, Mr. Fugi, Fuju. What the hell is an adult panini? I've been eating adult the kids' panini. paninis my whole life. Yeah, basically. Um, Ancho, a- announcer, Officer Snow Leopard, Rupin, Singer, Arbor, Chestnut, Bear, Birdman, Angry French Woman, Armdrosa, Lady, Fioscrest, reading stuff from like Charlie, cartoon character names? Charlie number two, Chutney, <laughs> Singing Bean two, Customer two, Sour Guard two, Lady two, Jam, Sour Guard Chowder, Alligator, Abigail, Bubblegum Vendor, Ball Rider, Porridge, Lehman, Bus Driver, mm-hmm. and oh, Dancer. Oh, shit, how long is this IMDb? <laughs> Fuck. I'm looking at just the cast list of IMDb. It should be accurate for Chowder, you know. Of- I mean, apparently it's the most accurate candy. C.H. Greenblatt's my favorite spice. Yeah. But you know what film came to uh, streaming and torrent websites? What? Jake's favorite average movie. It's my favorite? Yeah. Strange World. You said right before we called it was your favorite movie. You're going to buy all the merch. Oh. Even that's actually right. Buy the slime creature. Wait, does he even have any merch? I know they make does a it? joke about like one of the characters being like flushable or something. But, I mean, that looks hard to make. <laughs> Oh, they do have um, the blob. Yeah. And apparently it's a plush and not like those Stretch Armstrong things, which you'd think it would be mad. You know, like the gelatinous material. Yeah. Or um, what was his name? LeBron James from Space Jam 2. They have like a liquid version of him. <laughs> liquid know, James? These things look terrifying. I feel like if I were to like surprise a kid with that, they'd probably scream bloody murder. Hell yeah. So they yeah, let me find it. It looks like a yeah. disease. Yeah, here it is. It's um, LeBron, LeBron <laughs> stretchy. I'm gonna read this. Uh, Space Jam: A New Legacy, stretchy, goo-filled action figure. LeBron Ooh. James, and he's like giving the heil. Oh man, space. What's he do? What the fuck, LeBron? Space. And that thing looks a, like it's about mm-hmm. to square up. And uh, it it actually gets pretty small, but it looks like he's made out of beans. Oh yeah, they fill them up like, like corn, that. just like real people. Everyone's filled with corn for some reason when you eat them. But circling back to um, the most average movie that Disney's made in like the past ten years, oh. which is a direct quote from Jake. I just said it specifically. Yeah, explain Jake. What's the film? Explain I mean, Strange I s- World. I said the it's film really strange. Fine. I mean, I went to see it with um, two friends that had come and visited, and I think halfway through the film, I immediately connected the dots about like. Oh, they're world building based off of like. Would it matter if I spoil it? <laughs> I don't care. No, it's fine. Spoiler warning for anybody who still wants to see Strange World spoiler free. Um, but halfway through the film, I immediately realized, oh, oh, it's an allegory for the body because like some of the first um, beings that they encounter are literally just stand-ins for like the helper T cell and the white blood cell, like. He's literally like that that Wait. blue little guy that's in all the ads is literally a helper T cell that like um an HIV cell helper T cell that okay that's not what I heard but okay that what? tags and anim- like uh foreign entities for the um white blood cells to attack and the white blood cells are fucking terrifying in this they look fucking scary so wait are we inside someone's body in this movie um you're in okay. That was kind of like that was one of the things that kind of had me sitting there like oh okay so this is way different from how the advertisements made it out because the advertisements made it seem like they were gonna go to space or something but like oh. early on in the film it turns out that this adventure is actually subterranean 
And the whole entire time, um, they've just been on, like, the back of a giant turtle. And, oh, like, just like real life. Ex- yeah. They've been exploring through, like, the, the world of this, like, the insides of this giant turtle that's alive. And that is cool. That's stupid. And it's not what they advertise at all. It is not what they advertise at all. But the way the movie does it is cool. I think what isn't that fantastic, though, is that you could tell it's, like, the surprise thing that they really wanted uh, to be the big wow factor of the film. And they have a moment that's like, oh, this is so close to being so cool. There's, like, a moment, like, uh, later in the film where um, they finally get to, like, because like, the whole film is based basically, like, uh, there's a civilization that lives on the back of this uh, turtle. Who knows how they got there? Uh, for decades and generations, they've been trying to figure out how to get out of it because they're, like, surrounded by these giant peak mountains that are extremely dangerous to get past, and nobody has done it before. Hmm. So um, near the end of the film... Uh, the dad and the son accidentally make it past all that via going through the body. Um, and they realize that they're out in, like, this vast open water area. And they turn around, and it's a giant fucking turtle eye that is huge. And it's a really cool shot. And it would be cooler if maybe, like, it wasn't obvious that that was what was going to happen. And also, a lot of the film seems hampered by wanting to keep this as a surprise, even though it's really obvious. So, I mean, every single creature you see... Is this in the Earth see, or something? No, like it's you know that whole entire thing about the world is actually on top of a giant turtle that's like um, yeah. yeah swimming in a vast ocean. The world turtle. That's that's literally what their world is. That, Damn, that sucks. That's our world too. That's not all that impressive. Yeah, it's held up by like four elephants. No, but like the earth, the earth is still the earth, or I don't know what it, I don't know if it's the earth. I actually have no idea what like their world must be, but like essentially they're they must be the only humans on this planet. Um. That live on this giant living turtle. Maybe they got stranded. What's the goal <laughs> of this movie? What are they trying to do? Um, the main goal of the film is that at some some point in the beginning of the film, um, the it's hard to even fucking explain. Basically, they discover this kind of plant that is a natural resource of energy, and um, while the dad and the son and i'm not talking about the there's there's two generations in this film actually no there's three generations in this three film. generations mm-hmm. um so i'm just gonna say grandpa dad and son uh the uh, the grandpa and uh dad sometime early in the film have like a tiff because like the dad doesn't want to really do exploring anymore because it's fucking dangerous um and the uh, the grandpa's been working on it his whole life and they get into an argument because he finds he finds this plant thing that might have a really interesting energy that they could bring back as a new discovery. And mm-hmm. the grandpa's like, no, nah, I'm gonna keep like going searching. So they do a twenty like a twenty five year time skip. The, uh, that's one oh. thing that both that all me and my friends agreed. Like the beginning is really, really fast. They don't do a montage or anything, they just skip twenty five years in the future. Years. And this plant has turned into their main source of like energy, like electricity. And they've had a intense industrial boom because of it. Huh. But the plots get started because uh, the energy pellet things coming from this are, like, weakening and some of the plants are kind of dying. So they're trying to figure out, oh, what's causing this? We're going to have to go, like, on an expedition to figure it out. Um, mm-hmm. And it becomes very clear. I guessed this really, really early on. Immediately when I saw the helper T-cells and such, I was like, oh, 
Oh, so this is a body, and the plant that these people have been using as an energy source is actually a parasite that's slowly killing the creature that they're oh, on. Man. And I turned out to be right, because that's what it, that's exactly what it was. I'm looking at least of the posters and promotional material. The Japanese poster looks way more interesting than whatever the hell we got. Yeah. You got, I mean, like, that, some cool worlds. That and... just looks like the film. The film is, like, the world building is interesting. Where it falls flat is the storytelling, because, like... Well, you could have a cool-ass world, but when, like, the characters and the way that they interact, I mean, yeah. the sun is a focal point, and he keeps give, he keeps getting really kind of, how to describe, they gave him a love interest. Sadly, his love interest is only integral to the story as a character trait for the sun, as in oh. they will bring up multiple times that he has a crush on this boy and it is very awkward to watch because they don't bring him up in natural ways there are instances where like um i think like the son is just kind of like he's just enjoying the exploring and he's like looking out fascinated and his mom goes you know such and such would love to see you like this and I'm like why the f where the fuck did that come from so at the very least we can say there was more gay representation than the three second clip in Lightyear. at yes. least is that i guess so it's slightly integral to the plot or at least i mean like the, the character is allowed to have a crush visibly have that crush um visibly be embarrassed about by that in front of that crush have both parents and a few other people let him talk about his crush or ask about his crush and then it's implied that he must have got together with that crush like uh in the epilogue off screen like yeah and i'm like that's that's nice that's sweet Yay. um but also like it's really wasn't coloring anything in the film, if that made sense. Be because it was something that was essentially just on him as a character trait, but not actually... I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to word this, because I don't want to say that a character should only have a, a love interest and only be gay or whatever when it's, like, made important to the story, because people get annoying with that. But it's more like... It kind of just makes the film feel awkward. If this was, like, a like a, a straight pairing it would be just as weird because they bring up the love interest in strange ways um it's a strange world after all and i would have rathered a story where like if something like that was happening if that if said crush character was more part of the story and actually got to be on the adventure and you could see more of their chemistry that'd be cool Wait, he's not even the, on the adventure no no the only interest you see is like in the beginning where like uh they have like a, a, a cute moment where uh the sun is extremely awkward uh the guy has a crush on is a little bit more smooth, but it's technically not enough content for you to know that they have chemistry, just that they probably like each other. <laughs> or not like... probably, it's pretty obvious. I mean, they even get called out by their friends, like, all right, that's enough flirting. It probably would have been better served if she was already dating this bot guy or whatever. And, like, he kept saying, like, I gotta, get, I gotta do this for him, I gotta get back home to him. Or he's, like, remembering how to do things based on what he taught him, or they did together, like something eh. it, it just it just feels like it's unnecessary it, yeah or like kind of the way yeah the way that it's implemented is just a little distracting they hadn't it didn't seem like in the scripting phase they figured out how to actually have them be something that further informs the sun character it doesn't really inform much about him outside of, i think they sort of try to use it to be like uh the crush clearly knows that he likes exploring early on he like gives them this like uh, trading card, whatever thing. Um, mm -hmm. 
and Pokemon trades it with him because he was given the farmer one, and the son was like, "Uh, farmer," because he's a fucking farmer. Um, and you know what? The other I boy gives a bit. It's like, "Hey, like, you probably like farmer. this more." And it's like I like being farmer. Card. We need what? that in films. We need that in films where it's like, "I want to go adventuring." No, I want to stay on the farm. And I mean, films just you staying on the farm. <laughs> I mean, that's Not partially exploring. that's partially what the beginning of Strange World is. Oh God. But and then I mean, eventually they just leave. It, wait, okay, okay. Is the whole world the body, or is there like an Earth area? There is a like giant plants? Earth that is mainly okay. water that the uh -oh. turtle swims on. Oh, there's a big but, massive shot of that, and it is cool. But I'm just kind of still sitting there, like, oh, this this actually poses a lot of questions. I think I remember I forgot who I was speaking to about this, but I kind of like after seeing the film, I was like, this probably would have worked better as a show. Because it has so many cool, interesting ideas that they could build off of and use to tell a better version of the story. I feel like it doesn't have enough emotional high highs or low lows. Whenever mm -hmm. like something dramatic is happening, it kind of feels like it's just happening. There's like an instance where like uh, the son and dad get in an argument and the mm -hmm. son like runs away but it the, the, the conversation wasn't that serious so i was like what what why is he running why is he gonna get himself killed and because his dad just like kind of questioned him about something there was another instance earlier in the film where like um dad's like no i'm sorry i can't bring you on this specific kind of journey with me because it'd be really dangerous and it's not like it's a really short conversation and the son gets really really miffed off and like storms out but i was just kind of sitting there like you barely fought that though <laughs> It feels like a movie they kind of were contractually obligated to do with the actors that they had. And they're like, here you go. And they didn't really advertise it at all. Because the film has been out since like November 23rd and it's already on Disney+. Plus. That's like not a good sign. Oh, um, they've been doing that with their animated films. Just like having it in theaters for like a month and then dump it on Disney+. Plus. Well, usually it's at least two or three months. Yeah. Depending on how bad the movie is. And they especially do it with Pixar films. Well, at least for Pixar films, they dumped them on Disney Plus first and then had theatrical release to try and get the awards. But this movie was specifically released in theaters. I'm pre I'm looking right now, let's see. Budget about 180 million, box office sixty two point seven million. I'm sure if Turning Red was originally theatrical release, it would have made a lot more money. Oh, it would have. Just saying. <laughs> I just feel like Strange World is not ambitious enough with its writing and i didn't really get into like how like it's they kind of have an environmentalist kind of story and it is an interesting one but the way they go about it they pretty much lay all their cards on the table halfway through the film to where it's just it's i don't i don't know how you wouldn't be able to tell that that's what they're trying to say they lay it out so plainly but you know what i need to say plainly the great transition uh, yeah. we're 43 minutes in it's time for a break Yay. Alright. I know you're getting into your strange world lore building. <laughs> we gotta take it. Yeah. Back. We're always in our clothes getting high. Super Everybody wishes we would die. Super we're back and if we're gonna answer questions so be sure to start out with the word question and post them in the youtube comments of this youtube video or uh post them in the discord chat under q a so what's our first question by pop culture guy 3000 so my question for everyone got ignored for two weeks in a row 
Is it because it's not live and two oh. weeks behind, or the Peace Party podcast guy is just not interested in thinking up their ideal Scooby Doo DTV uh, D movie? Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, we actually have text on screen that shows the date we recorded it. Yay. That's a fun fact. But uh, yeah, what was your guys' ideal Scooby Doo straight to DVD movie? Um. Be? Uh, pick a monster just pick a monster go from there uh you know there's have, could come up with a scooby-doo idea um have they done an edgar Allan poe based one yet no they should do that simpson actually i did like um batman gotham by gaslight you know the 1800s one so oh. maybe scooby-doo in the 1800s could work maybe i like guess like grandparents or something yeah no, um, hmm. Scooby Doo, Ghost, The Matrix, because they're all what WB properties. I don't know what they would solve in the Matrix. Who's uh, who's who's in charge of the Matrix? That's what the mystery they gotta solve. To put on top of that, I'd do a sequel to Cyber Chase, the uh one where they go into the computer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, hey, they have the old versions of us in here, and the monsters are real. Yes, yeah, but do that with VR. Oh. That's basically what it was already. Scooby Doo and the Cyber Chase. You know, you know what I always say: slow and steady wins the master race. Yeah, but they can have it like the plot of Spy Kids 3D, where it's like this game is sucking in people, yeah, and not in a good way. Just like Dot Hack Infection. Oh yeah, we have lost. The... That's speaking I, of. No, I, mm -hmm. there's got to be more interesting Scooby Doo ideas. You know, there's they already did courage. Have they been to space? Have they met Billy and Mandy? They have, and they met Jack. Uh, Jack Skellington or Jack the Pumpkin King in uh, Oh wait, Billy they fucking did go to space. It's Scooby-Doo Moon Monster Madness. Why the fuck did they go to space? Monster Madness. They got a, there's mysteries up there. Scooby-Doo meets Detective Conan. This is a, what the hell is this art style? I remember as a kid, I watched D D Detective Conan on Adult Swim, and I was like, damn, these mysteries are actually interesting. This ain't no Scooby-Doo shit. What if we have a Scooby-Doo movie where the main cast is actually split up for most of the entire movie, and not just like in Scoob where it's like for a few scenes. No, you have them split up, and um, you got a, uh, you got a, uh, it, it becomes Scoob. Oh, what's that? What's that one called? The cartoon with the offspring music, Shaggy Scooby Doo get a clue. Yeah, I think it was get a clue. Get a clue, yeah. Scooby Doo. Don't worry, we have other questions. Pan, huh? The Fur Master seventy eight has an important one just for you. What? What do you think of cartoon werewolves? Eh, they're all right, I guess. I don't know. I'm not really, like, big into, like, werewolves. I mean, I guess the cat girls from Scooby-Doo, the ones that were witches, or no. No, wait, the, they were, like, they were cat women, and they turned into cats because mm -hmm. the episode was... Because that movie, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, that was supposed to be, like, uh, a SWAT cats episode, but they had the script lying around. Oh. Yes, yeah, so like, werewolves, as in, like... Yeah. Just werewolves that are cartoons or cartoon. No, I think they werewolves. just said, "What do you think of cartoon werewolves as opposed to live action werewolves?" I think the oh wood. I think the premise of that movie was they wait, were. Wait, you said wood, Jake. Wood. You a fan of werewolves? Wood. All the hair and muscles and scariness. Hmm. Wood. Would you pan? Oh, werewolves or whatever. Would you do a werewolf? That's the question I'm asking. Um, I don't know. I just, 
Uh, I guess Claude. No way. That's not that. They're too young. I was gonna say Claude Dean from Monster High, but never mind. That's a little. Oh no. No, he can't be it's doing that. It's clearly Monster High. It's not called Monster College. Monster. Oh uh, yeah, Monsters University. That's where we're going. Life's normal one. Yeah. Don said Murphy and Mitzi. Who? Uh, it's the characters of AJ Markart. Who? We've already talked about his stuff before. You know, you got the cat and you got the squirrel thing. Oh, all right, that guy. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. I like his art style. Mitzi and Murphy. Yeah, yeah. Although it's kind of weird we're ask, we're answering questions of like, hey, do you know who this artist online is? Like, we know, but does the audience know? But like, this but art- now they do. Yeah. Question They're- for all by PK Ben. Uh huh. This is a DreamWorks question, so this would get Jake riled up. What DreamWorks movie sequel? Which you want to see animated in a similar manner of Puss in Boots 2. It's time to revive uh, Road to El Dorado. You want to do an ant sequel? <laughs> I'd rather it be 2D, but, you know. Uh, DreamWorks is DreamWorks brought back spirit, of all things. They might as well bring back Road to El Dorado. Let's do a sequel to the Prince of Egypt called Jesus 2, The Comeback. Yeah. Jesus oh, I gotta Jake. look at a list of, like... DreamWorks films. Yeah. They did Chicken Run. It's... They did Spirit. They did Sinbad. They did Shark Tale. Uh, I'm trying to think of the ones that didn't have sequels. Flushed Away over all the of them. <laughs> Most of them didn't get sequels. Yeah, we're Shark Tale 2. Oh, yeah, Monsters vs. Aliens. Uh, Mega Ma- Mind. Yeah, they've been wanting... I think they're did gonna Monsters do something. Aliens ever get a show? Yeah. I th- yeah. Yes. Yes. Monsters vs. Aliens show. Let me... I know it got some specials. It did 26 episodes it one did? year. Wow. I guess you got something to watch at this podcast. I literally did not know it had a show. I felt like it should have, but I had no memory of like any episodes. I just I took one look at it and it has the same CGI as you would see in a video game tie-in of a movie on the Wii U. Golly. Um, not I guess not. That shocking. looks like eh, that can't be from the TV show. Why don't they do like a I feel like the, the only one on this list that I could imagine that could have a spinoff with that kind of style is either Captain Underpants or Mr. Peabody and Sherman. And I only say Mr. Peabody and Sherman because their show was extremely stylized. Yeah, I truly loved watching the uh, reboot 2D show that they had on Netflix. Although it's something you can only watch once because I tried watching it a second time and it was <laughs> not as great. It's... What's the best way to put it? It's more educational than funny. What show? I mean, barely. The Mr. Peabody and Sherman it's show. Amusing. Bare, barely funnier, barely educated. Do not, do not believe, do not believe what they say in that show. They are purposefully twisting history for no, jokes. No, it's uh, what I thought. That's the whole point of the fucking show. I remember, I, learn. I remember, I liked the style of that not. show and was entertained by it. I don't remember it being like laugh out loud funny, but you know, the Mr. Peabody and Sherman show is the, is the kind of show where like uh, they'll go to historical moments but completely twist the facts for a game. Look, if your source is fucking Peabody and Sherman, like it's the kid's fault, okay? That are essay <laughs> got so You're writing a dissertation like your uh, your senior thesis to become a doctor and you cite Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Yeah. Like they find out seven years later it's like, hey uh, Mr uh Globosmean, uh who who'd you cite? For the Roman Empire, is like, oh, Mr. Peabody and Sherman, the movie? The, the, Netflix, the, the Netflix adaption. <laughs> if, if there's a movie series that I feel like, because I know they're making a third Trolls film, I'd imagine of the course. third Trolls film would probably get the closest to that because it already was that. In terms like, of. Like, the Trolls films are really stylized. <laughs> like, they're really, really stylized. Yes. And they, they even don't have, have any... different TV shows. 
They don't have any motion blur. They literally smear frame everything. Weird, huh? Wait, what? I looked up one of their TV shows, uh, Trolls Trollstopia. They have seven seasons released in two years. <laughs> I believe that because it was a Netflix show. Um, you have season one, 2020. Season two through five is 2021. And then season six and seven is 2022. Um, oh, speaking of season discrepancies, uh, I looked more into the American Dad thing. Apparently season, like one of the later seasons has three episodes. Three seasons no. for one episode? No, 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 no. no one wait. season of three episodes. All right, got that in reverse. Only three? Are they like specials or? Nope. Huh. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yep. We just have three episodes. Shut those ones out. Uh, let me see what what they're what they are again. It's uh, season eleven. It's Roger passes the bar, a boy named Michael, and Blognar's the love story. And apparently. The last one, Bargain's a Love Story, was supposed to be one of the endings of American Dad, mm -hmm. uh, which ended on Kim Kardashian being born. So maybe huh. it wasn't the best ending. Mm -hmm. I think it was it's... between... Hmm? This is Vidium. off topic, but obviously they need to make a Sinbad 2 in that style. Sin... I think a Sinbad sequel can work. One Sinbad movie was enough. It was okay. I want another. It was a... Are we talking about the comedian or the pirate? Both. <laughs> Where'd Sinbad the comedian go? Where is he alive? He's on American Dead, and that's all I remember. Sinbad, IMDb. What's he doing? Let's hope he's. Uh... He, no wait, he was um he was in uh Steven Universe. Oh, he's in Atlanta. He's in Steven Universe oh, as what's uh, what's his name? Pizza guy. Mr. Smiley. Mr. Smiley. Yeah. Only for the first season, so I guess they changed it. They couldn't get Mr. Smiley for the later seasons. Or they couldn't. Maybe Mr. Smiley continued, but they got a different voice actor. Oh, he played Shazam in a College Humor original. Yes. Oh, yeah. Shazam starring Sinbad. Yeah. Bringing, bringing it back. Yeah, his classic role from the 90s where he was a genie. Let's go to the next question. Herbs, who here would win in a fight if, if uh, you all fought each other? Uh, I don't Me. Think, oh, man, I guess so. Yeah, Damn. I feel regret Damn. if I hurt people. So, you know, I can't do that. Actually, Jake, can you fight? I've seen Cobra Man. Kai, so I could do something. So you can't fight? Cobra okay, Kai. I'll win. Oh. Just me then. Unless Pan learns moves? Yeah. I think that would work. I mean, oh. like, my secret move would just be, like, grabbing the nearest furniture and hurling it at you, but... Oh, there was this tweet from Netplay. I think it was Netplay. Where it's like, to uh, please all the adults... Who, um, playing fighting games this Christmas season. Yeah. Please be easy because a lot of kids are getting their, uh, fuck, their little fighting games for the first time. Fuck that shit. I'll destroy them in Them's Fighting Herds, the fighting game. Them's Fighting Herds, yes. There was this GIF. It was from that, um, I think it was a WWE N64 game where it's just like an actual wrestler taking kid and smashing him all across <laughs> the, um. Yes. God destroy damn. Destroy him. Yeah. Another one, it was like a scene from Thor, not Thor. Um, God of War Ragnarok, and Kratos just says, no. <laughs> just, just fucking kill them. Hull's Fire. As you Great do. question. For everyone, what's your New Year's resolution, and how long do you think it will last before you abandon it? Finish the damn pilot, because I'm, I no longer have to take any sponsors. I'm not contractually obligated to make a video per month. So I can, I can finally finish the fucking pilot. Well, you should still make a video a month, because videos are fun. I will. They're cool. I will, but I'll try to make lower 
lower tier editing videos where they don't require so much footage like modern cartoon vids that's easier to do but that requires you to watch more cartoons yeah i have to like get you to watch new stuff here and there it's yeah. like hey let's watch this what's the let's new what's the new cartoon that people are with uh, story-based cartoon that people are obsessing about huh well they have the final episodes of the owl house we have season two of inside job we have the next season of harley quinn coming up yay pretty good inside stuff job was very good uh, the new season of Dead End. Um, apparently, Dead we haven't seen Housebroken. You know, that new Fox All right. that sitcom exists. show. Yeah. It's on Hulu, so we can watch it later, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, we have that upcoming Disney series, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Oh, yeah, that, that looks yeah. great. Yeah. Um, let me see. 2023 cartoons. Let me see what our new stuff is coming. Uh, Batman Caped Crusader. Okay. Ka Caillou? What? Oh, yeah, he's back. Oh, yeah, Caillou's coming back. Uh, Clone High Season 2 will be released next year. Hasbun Hotel will be released next oh, year. Oh, yeah. We're just listening off things. Koala Man. We've, like, for each of those, most of those projects, we have someone on the podcast prior that have worked on them. Yeah. Velma. Uh, X-Men 97. My Dad the Bounty Hunter. I saw a trailer for that. It's pretty good. No, I'd rather have My Dad the Rockstar because, you know, because he's, like, produced by Gene Simmons and everything. But what would your New Year's resolution be, Jake? What are you What are you up to? What are you working on? Um, I don't think I have any resolutions besides just getting some projects done and out. I guess that's all you can really do. Because I know a lot of people's resolutions go to the gym, and I kind of just do that already. Not for any goals. It's just, hey, I'm at the gym. I'm, I'm moving. I'm doing stuff. Um, just. I think I'll draw more. You know what? I'll just do that. Yeah. I've been busy with working on video stuff. I need to draw more. Ooh, good resolution. I'll just work to be more financially stable with my work, which feels possible. Hell yeah. Pan. Uh? Calypso asks a very good question. Uh oh. What sort of fast food place do you normally order from? Uh, you know, Whataburger or McDonald's. I gotta love, gotta have my nugs, my nugs. Gotta. What do you usually get from Whataburger? Chicken strips. Like, they always say, like, we don't have nuggets, we have chicken strips, and it's like, it's the same shit, you bastard. You know what I want. Well, chicken strips are a lot longer than chicken nuggets. Like, remember the uh, McDonald's chicken selects? Or whatever they call it. Hell yeah, those were good in the neighborhood. Yeah, they had a, a special sauce called the signature sauce, which is a mayo-based fucking great sauce. They got rid of it. Oh, man, where's my Szechuan? Like, I'm thankful but, no one's mm -hmm. found me in the background of one of those Szechuan videos. I just remembered something. You know Texas Roadhouse? Yeah, good stuff. Not from Texas. What? Where are they from? It's from Indiana. What the fuck country is that? Uh, well, America, but the creators said... Yeah, I just kind of named it Texas Roadhouse because that's the aesthetic I'm going for. Indiana Roadhouse. <laughs> and so I heard that and I was like, fair enough, but it's ruined. No, this yeah, is Texas. Yeah, magic's, magic's done. It don't matter no more. They fucked it and up. It's one of the few places where you can, like, open peanut shells and throw them on the fucking ground. Yeah, like. They don't give a shit. You have a peanut allergy, you get bent. Up yours. We're throwing this shit to the ground. Peanut shells everywhere. Oh, yeah, if you're dating someone or if you yourself have peanut allergy, you just can't go there at all. Just like Yeah, they ruin everything. Thanks a lot. I want to go to Texas Roadhouse and I have to, like, kneecap myself from all the things I can eat. Thanks to you. Golly. When I was in high school, 
uh, for like a couple of months, the bus driver started to go a slightly different route mm -hmm. because, uh, what was it? I, instead of doing band for four years, I did it for one year and did like some extracurricular things. Well, it's not, it's curricular, but they have a different school for it. And so we had to drive past like a peanut factory or something. And they said, oh, we had to take a longer route because some kid on the bus has a fuck, peanut allergy. Say it. Say who it is. Fucking say it, bitch. But, like, after a few months, they stopped. And it's like, did they die? That kid's dead. It's over <laughs> for him. Maybe they moved. There's levels of it. Like, if you touch a peanut, obviously you're going to die. Oh, no. Or get close to it. But if you, like, smell it, it's like, man, how careful do you have to be? Yeah. How Jesus Christ. Damn. You have to read labels where it's like, oh, with this food made in a factory that contained soy, wheat, and peanuts, can you? What the can't do that? Fuck! God damn, this sucks. But you know, it doesn't suck. This next question, undecided. Question for Daft: What art program do you recommend? Uh, what device do you have? I don't know. I use Premiere Pro. No wait, that's editing. Um, I use art. Yeah, art. I use uh, what was it called? Procreate? Procreate on iPad. Yeah. Same. Although I guess it depends on what kind of art you're trying to make. Yeah. Um, if you use an iPad, Procreate. Um, on PC, either recommend Clip Studio Paint or Photoshop. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes I see people do, what was it, line art in Clip Studio and then coloring in Photoshop because of all the effects it can do. Uh, it's I, it's hard to recommend free programs because they're all assholes. Be no. The programs are assholes, or no, because uh, because of patents and how code works, the way that Photoshop does something, you it's either named a completely different thing in a free program, but the free program doesn't have it, so I can't recommend it. Oh. Or like if you try to use Photoshop on the iPad, they don't have a lot of features on the main one, and so it's like, oh. So, Procreate on the iPad and Photoshop on PC or Win or Mac. I'd, I'd recommend that, I guess. Mm -hmm. I'm going to open up the question to you guys. What would you recommend? Procreate. Oh, yeah, because you draw Procreate on the iPad. Procreate's pretty good for mm -hmm. iPad, but I guess, like... I mean, I've been hearing a lot of good things about Clip Studio. Do you use Clip Studio? I do not know how to use it, but most of my friends do. What do you use? Procreate. Nice. I did know... I know there's an editing program, but DaVinci Resolve is now on the iPad. Oh, it is? Yep. Uh, though you have to have an M1 or M2 iPad. You know, there's one of those fancy chips. I love that this is the second time today that I've heard about DaVinci. The first time was with my friend, uh, Michaela, who is a film student. And she was immediately talking about how, like, uh, I think we were talking about um, paid-for programs and how I was getting into using Blender and how I was really happy that that was free. And what she mm -hmm. mentioned is like, yeah, it's kind of strange that like a lot of Adobe stuff like Adobe Premiere is like industry standard, but like DaVinci started to become industry standard because when it comes to color grading, it's much better. It's much easier to do it in DaVinci. Oh, definitely so. But it's weird that they haven't just switched to using DaVinci anyways because it's both free and easier to use. The thing about industry standard stuff is everyone around you also has used the same thing. Or mostly the same thing. Uh, and so, DaVinci Resolve, I use it for color correcting. And I export the uh, LUT, which is basically a bunch of code that says that, hey, this is, this, it's supposed to be this color. And I import that to Premiere. But if you're against pirating and only want to do free stuff, it's, DaVinci is a very good editing program. 
like baller. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. What was it? There is a paid version that gives you slight upgrades, but it's nothing in the sense of, oh, you have to pay for it to remove a watermark. You can only do 720p video at 30 FPS. Nope. Full 4K 60, no watermark. Yeah. All that shit. And the iPad, um, which I guess if you're listening to this and you got an iPad for Christmas, check out Stage Manager. Uh, Stage Manager on the iPad M1 and M2. You can plug it into a monitor and have two screens now instead of one. Next question. Ooh. Uh, this, uh, Sprite XPYT, for good measure, I'll ask a question to each of the three members. Your first pan. Hmm. To Rebel Taxi. Uh, so they're going to be talking to your car, not you. Oh. You know, the taxi itself. If you got to reboot one of your favorite TV shows, or one of your favorite shows, what would, what do you feel? Oh. Yeah. Don't know. So what, what's the reboot? What would I reboot? Just type in TV shows 2000s. Uh, Clerks animated. Unless are they referring to like if I, me personally, to reboot something? Yeah, it says if you get to reboot one of your shows. So I'm guessing you get to be the showrunner. Yay! Cool, cool, cool. Made drawn together. <laughs> yes. Did you reboot that? Yes. Ruin it. Make it even worse. Yes. Everyone would hate it. <laughs> I would go um, too far. My life is a teenage robot. Make that for adults. Yeah. What? Why? <laughs> Why adults? Why not? Like, what's what's open up? It's open up to every. Sounds... Well, you said teenage. You said teenage in the name. Uh, my life as a adult robot. Yeah. <laughs> my life as a middle aged robot. Yeah. My life as a robot in their thirties. Oh, that's not fun. Being in your thirties is quite fun. Yay! Right, Pan. Shut up. <laughs> 30. I'm not, it's not 30, it's just a, a regular 30. Question to Jake. Same yeah. person. What is it like to make FNIF mods? Is that how you pronounce it? FNIF. FNIF. Because it's not FNAF, because that's a completely different game. FNAFers? FNAFers. Uh, so how's it feel? I mean, it feels pretty fun. I mean, it's a pretty general... Uh, what's it called? It's a pretty general formula of like what to create. So I can literally... Anything I'm hyperfixated on, I can make an FNF mod based on it, and the structure is simple enough to where I don't have to feel too outscoped by being like, "All right, what if we do this, but we do this mm -hmm. crazy thing with it?" It's um definitely an interesting concept because FNAF being a, a freeware game, well, obviously until the um actual release happens, that who are the creators again? Phantom Arcade. Phantom Arcade, like Ninja Muffin, seven Ninja people, Muffin. seven people. They just gave the engine out to people, and people are improving it. They're learning from yeah, it. Yeah. People, they're adding stuff to it, and because it's such a simple format, yeah, it's gonna be mm -hmm. it's it's gonna be open source even when it's released too. And I like nice. that in games, much like how the Steam Deck, uh, Steam OS is at open source, so other companies can use this shit. Mm -hmm. I love mm -hmm. that. Um, much in the case of I can't remember who did it. But there was this artist I followed on Twitter where whenever they finish doing an animation or whatever, they're like, here's the flash files to Daft Space Pina. That's me. It's kind of like um, the people who forget the hyphen in Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Spider-Dashman, except there's actually no space in my name. Yeah. Or maybe there is. I change the answer depending on who asks. What is your advice to future content creators? If we're going by YouTube, imagine that... If you want to pursue YouTube as a personality or creator, 
keep in mind there's always the possibility your video will blow up. And I say keep that in mind because sometimes I see people who make wonderful videos. Like, I like clicking on random videos with cool thumbnails and, like, I want to check out their stuff. And it's not the same content at all. Just yeah. completely different. It's like, here's the... I'm trying to think of a fake thing so I don't specifically call anyone out. Here's the history of the Atari Playboard. It's like a wood panel that you stick the the um, Atari controller in and waggle it around. Oh. And it's like, oh, I want to see some other technology videos from them. Oh, cartoon drama? What? Yeah. Sometimes I'll click on a people, someone's video and they're like, damn, this is a pretty f cool review. And then you click on uh, the rest of their YouTube channel and it's nothing but just a bunch of Let's Plays and and stream archives. Like, oh, these all suck. So it's like, it's good to experiment. <clears throat> but also, if you do have a video blow up, people will check out your stuff. And so you'll see people with like a million viewed video and like a thousand subs because the rest of their content's just as what Pan said, just random stuff. Yeah, I don't want to see your unarchived Let's Plays. Yeah, keep them very archived with nice thumbnails and cool yeah. stuff like that. But also, just in general, make a video that is actually interesting. Because, you know, I looked at, like, there's a lot of YouTubers that only upload once every month or so. Or once hey. every two months. <laughs> and they're just, yeah. I do one every month. Yeah, and, and it's like, their videos blow up sometimes because it's like, these are just good videos in general. <laughs> Yeah. But I got a I got a question right here. This is from Mango. Mango himself. Yeah. Question from Van. How do you feel? Ten seconds after filling this TikTok. No. The camera's off that no one is watching. Surrounded by syrup. And who cleans all that? Is it you? Do you wipe scrub do you wipe scrub the counters? Do you get down on all fours and wipe endlessly? Bowing down to some god? One who certainly doesn't look kindly on you? And when you try to get up from those impossibly sticky floors, do you stay trapped in hell? I said, I hope so. What the? F no one knows what the fuck that's referring it's, to. I know what it is. It's a very pasta. It's a very specific TikTok. Um, it's like a response to a guy pouring a bunch of fucking syrup on like some pancakes. Yeah. And it's just his whole thing. Yeah. Just look up syrup TikTok and you'll find it. It's one of the first vids that'll show up. It's great. And I've, I've seen other stuff from that guy. It's like, yeah. you gotta clean that shit up, dude. No, I just want to have a fun time with my syrup. Question. This is for everyone. Actually, there's actually two of them, but we're gonna answer the first one first. What's your favorite piece of physical media that you own? Any grails you wish you did? Physical media? Like, media? Like, you know, like, movies? Yeah, what's your favorite piece of physical media you have? Well, I do have a couple of Gorillaz art books and Jimmy Hewlett art books that the people have sent me. yeah. I think, no, no, they meant DVDs. Oh. That's, Probably, like, limited to run stuff. You know what? I have, like, this uh, this soft uh, Pink Panther DVD box set of, like, the original series from... And it's, like, it is a weirdly plush... It's, like, an inflated plastic sort of deal, and it feels nice to touch. And I, I don't know, I talked about it before, but it's a nice box set. No idea. I got the five Simpsons... The first five seasons of The Simpsons on DVD. Oh, that reminds me of that YouTube video. Uh, was it season 10 of The Simpsons has that weird eye, like weird bulgy eye case that's oh. like completely different from every other season? Yeah, they changed it up and it ruined everybody's shelves. <laughs> what about you, Jake? What's the physical piece of media that you own that you really like? Physical piece of media that I really, that I really like that I own? 
Yeah, um, like maybe something rare or something got like a convention. I own the N64 like... uh, copy of uh, Evangelion 64, and it's still in the box. That's pretty good. I feel like the only two things I could think of would be um, all, all, all the copies of the Rugrats films that I have, all three. And mm-hmm. um, I don't... I f- I'm pretty sure I own most of the Jimmy Toomey Power Hours mm-hmm. in some form. But I think I have the first one on VHS. And the other sick. two are on DVD. Is it the orange uh, VHS tape? Probably. Nice. I remember when they used to do that. I think I rented some Nickelodeon VHS tapes when I was seven? Maybe yeah, six. Yeah, yeah. Probably. That was when you had Blockbusters. Remember? Ballbusters. Oh, Blockbusters. For physical media, I know I've told Pan about this. Um, I have a Cubics advertisement. Oh. Like a year before the show released, they gave out this Cubics thing. I found it at thrift shop for one dollar. Was it like a print ad or what was it again? It's a VHS tape that's like ten minutes long. Oh. Going, hey kids, look at this cool thing. Okay, don't you like Cubics? I don't remember you <laughs> telling me about that, but I, I oh, but it's like yeah, that yep. is pretty interesting. And I have a Yu-Gi-Oh VHS tape. Now I told you about this one. Yeah, the Yu-Gi-Oh VHS tape was shrink wrapped. Uh, Toys R Us gave them out a year before the actual show released, and this was nice. supposed to go to some guy, like, a few towns over. And I was I was contemplating driving there and saying, hey, bro, here's your tape. I don't yeah. know why your parents gave it to. But also, there's the possibility that they're dead. <gasps> no! And their parents donated all their stuff, so it's like, hey, <laughs> here's your dead son's tape back. No! <laughs> but it has a Yu-Gi-Oh! rap. Hell yeah. And it's offbeat sometimes you can find it on vimeo mm-hmm. it's not on youtube i don't believe but it's on vimeo oh, so man. i don't have to is the don't have to do that is the cubics tape online uh let's figure it out cubics I, yeah here it is a, here let me show you i think it's this one specifically because while we're cubics, in a sneak peek mm-hmm. while we're at momocon uh we did i did find like a cubics soundtrack cd and it's not anywhere online i just have it on my computer the cd music yeah. Here, let me see. Uh, Cubics Burger King. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, the VH. Thank you. Shout outs to the VHS Reviver for posting the 2001 videotape promo. I guess they gave this out at Burger King. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, so I, yeah, I went to Burger King a lot. I had some of the Cubics toys from Burger King, but I didn't see that VHS tape nowhere. Second question from Hunka Plastic. Thoughts on Skatuni? What the hell's that? It sounds like something you would have known. It's from Stars. What? It's like, uh, what? You know, uh, you know what? I'm gonna give a fun fact. Mm-hmm. I know, I know Stars Media. I guess, like, you know, like the channel Stars. Yeah, uh, that's all I know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put a task for people listening to this. I was on. I was an extra in a Stars production. Yay! Go find it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> What year did it come out in? Yep. Yep. Yep, I was an extra. Um, It was because I went to uh, film college, and they were like, hey, who wants to be on set for this thing? And so two of my friends and I... Two of my friends? Yeah, two of my friends and I just went... No, three. Three of my friends went. One of them couldn't be on camera because it was like a flashback scene of the 1980s, and he had snake bites. You know, those piercings? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're like, just take him out. He's like, no. Because apparently 
the wounds heal fast or something, but I was like, you'd be on TV. Hell yeah. <laughs> but um, I was wearing uh, appropriate attire with no logos, so they're like, yeah, this guy, he can come in. Yeah, be an extra. <laughs> <laughs> and when I tell people, you heard of stars? They're like, no. And I was like, yeah, stars. <laughs> Yay. You heard of stars? Yeah. Not really. Yeah. We'll never find out what show you were on. Greg Rigspino. One of the moderators, one of the wonderful moderators of the server asks, anything you're looking forward to in the next year? My mm -hmm. pilot, bitch. This new Spongebob game. Yay. Oh, yeah, that was the one I heard about and then I didn't hear any news about it. Isn't that the multiverse one? It's coming out next month. Oh, shit. I, I have a January release? Yeah. For what um console? Uh, I think it's multi-platform. Well, which console did you get it for? I got it on Xbox, I believe, because uh, a PlayStation was being too slow. I get that. Luckily, uh, my brother got me a game for Christmas, and luckily, that plays on the Steam Deck, Miles Morales. Yeah. But it lasts less than an hour. <laughs> the battery life, yeah. Yeah, the battery, not Miles Morales, he doesn't die in an hour. Oh, I mean, no. the battery <laughs> lasts one hour. And it's great, because the game takes place... Or at least the early parts during Christmas. So it's like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. an actual Christmas game that isn't like Home Alone or something, oh, I guess. Man. Can you think of any Christmas games that don't specifically have Christmas in the title or revolve around Christmas? Uh, well, there's like Christmas levels, I guess. Um... Video games that take place during Christmas. Um, Yakuza Kiwami. Yeah. Okay. Shenmue. Uh, Saints Row 4 had the Saint Save Christmas. Oh, that's that's a specific DLC. Batman Arkham Origins. There's uh, a Bayonetta 2. Bully the game. Yeah, that, that works. Um, Dead Rising 4. Uh, Tom Clancy's The Division. <laughs> Golly. That's, um... I'm guessing there aren't a lot of snow levels or snow games because that's a lot of physics to deal with. And particles on screen, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm. But... I'm so Pan's looking forward to that. You're looking forward to that. What, what am yeah. I looking for next year? Uh, but, 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 but. Momocon. Yeah, Momocon. Be, be fine. That's true. Yeah. And we'll start promoting it heavily yeah. very soon. <laughs> We're only promoting it very lightly recently. <laughs> Gotta make it very obvious and dramatic, I'm sure. Question. This for everyone. Stories by Scott. Favorite horror cartoon? Oh, we get that question every day. That's like, I, I, uh, Monster House. Monster House. I'm trying to think of horror animated cartoons that I've seen. Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh, wait, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, the Adult Swim show. Frankenhole. Well, there's also. Frankenhole. Reminds me, um, what was it? What was that one? The Crypt Keeper? It was by the guy that had made, uh, Xavier Renegade Angel. The I can't think of oh it. yeah, the Shivering Truth. It's basically a, oh, a stop yeah. motion dream simulator. That's that's the best way to describe the Shivering Truth. It's on Adult Swim. It's only got twelve episodes, and I hope they have more. I th is it on HBO Max? Or did HBO Max be yeah. a bunch of dicks? I think it's still on HBO Max. Yeah. It hasn't been canceled. And it's been two years, so it's Ooh. like, are they gonna make more? Yes. Yeah, Shivering Truth but is also, on HBO Max. Mm -hmm. Yes, go watch it. Also, it's stop motion, so then maybe they are working on it, but it's taken a while. Taken 10,000 years. 
Who knows? Question, Hyperba. We're going to answer a few more questions. This is actually the longest podcast so far. Do any of you people... What do you mean by you people? <laughs> have any New Year's traditions? Here where I live, we burn at midnight paper match figures related to pop culture politics. What the fuck? We, we burn at midnight paper mache figures. So they burn, like, origami stuffs. What New Year's traditions do you guys have? Uh, you know, we eat dinner, exchange gifts, um... You know, I don't know, normal stuff. You don't burn things like a weirdo. What the fuck? What the fuck's wrong with you? Do you burn you? things, Jake? No, just do you, do regular, you burn? regular drink something. I don't know, I usually drink Fanta, so. You want a Fanta Fanta? Just a Fanta Fanta. I hang out with my best friend and drink. Pretty good. It's great! And then we watch the uh, New Year's countdown. I would say. Pan. Huh? Commando 66. So, Pan, I know you don't give two shits about the Transformers franchise. Yeah. Yeah, Pan is very famous for that. I don't give a shit. But what would you say is the best adaptation? I don't fucking know, Bumblebee. I don't know. I don't watch any Transformers media. It's kind of a weird question. It's like, I know you know nothing about it and hate it and would want it to, like, go away forever, but what do you like? I, I saw that I wanted to go away forever. It's just, like, none of the shows <laughs> I've ever, like, sat down to fully watch, really. Uh, what about games? Have you played any Transformers games? Nah, although I'm sure a lot of people would want me to play War for Cybertron. Isn't that the fighting beat-em-up game? It's like a third-person shooter, I think, and you... Oh wait! There, no wait! I played the Platinum Games uh, game, Devastation, the one that was cel shaded and had G one designs. That game was that game was interesting. Yeah. What about the original Famicom game? I don't play that shit. I tried playing it. I actually do. I have that. I think in twenty nineteen I went to like a um, game shop and they had a bunch of Famicom carts, and I think I bought Transformers for the Famicom. Yeah. And Super Mario Bros. Amer america version yeah no no super mario bros usa epic i very much prefer super mario bros 2 american versus the japanese super mario bros 2 what about you guys i don't uh you know what i, I actually like the doki doki panic game you know the pick up and throw stuff i like I, that's my favorite of the trilogy of the nes marios it's different it's not just an add-on pack yeah which which the second original game was it felt like i guess basically dlc bullshit and we're ending on that bullshit that was a wonderful wonderful podcast last one of the year how do you guys feel yeah about the reboot i guess so yeah you you excited to right. continue it, it's great because i don't have to do anything for it yeah you get to talk about cartoons people ask questions people pester you for video ideas <laughs> yay will be jake do you like the reboot so far i'm enjoying the talking we like talking we like uh answering stuff this also puts more pressure on pan to like watch more cartoons you know Come more on, media mm -hmm. gotta watch cartoons you gotta watch dead endio <laughs> you gotta watch you gotta i got oh my um did i say this in the podcast previously i don't know um on streamly hamish deal uh he was doing a signing and i was like i like the first season i'm gonna ask him to sign to you know like to draw something and sign it and now i have it yeah it's pretty basic yay i like streamly <laughs> Not the specific um, thing. We're not sponsored by them. But this the idea where it's like, you want to meet your person? Here's the closest thing. <laughs> you don't got to leave the house. It's like Cameo, but they sign things and you can ask for specific things. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Woohoo. Oh, wait. Apparently, 
Oh my god. Marcy's I'm looking I'm looking at this right now. Marcy's journal paperback sold out, sold out. Damn. Damn. I believe it. You could have gotten the sixty wait, only sixty five dollars? Wow. That's Phibia fans were thirsty. I remember seeing them talking about it. I would have gotten that if I knew that existed. Damn, I would have because I found um Dipper's journal at like a Barnes Noble and apparently it was signed by the creator. Yay. Alex Hirsch, and I was like, I'm, it's only twenty bucks? Sure. And I double checked, he's like, is this a real signature was like printed on? And I like licked my finger and slightly like, you know, went on this like, is this okay, yeah, it's actually coming off, so he did actually sign these. Yay. <laughs> but then Good. But why'd the fan give it up? <laughs> why'd they do that? No, um, usually for author signings, they sign a bunch of them and they oh. ship it to Barnes Noble. They just dump them out. Who wants this shit? I don't want it. I want it personalized to me. I remember I met Alex Hirsch like a year after Gravity Falls premiered. I was walking around Comic Con and I just like walked past him and said, "Hey, you're that guy." And I asked him to sign my fan art of Dipper and Mabel dressed as the characters from Dead Man Wonderland. <laughs> I have no idea why I drew that. It was just, it was a random. I don't know. Early pan was crazy. Well, it's like the thing I showed you. Where I was gonna go to a rap concert uh, for MC Lars and a bunch of our dudes, yeah. and so I bought his limited print, Twenty uh, Seventh Street comic book to get him to sign it. But when I bought it, used obviously, it already had a signature, and I was like, I don't want to bring this to him and be like, your old fan gave up on you, but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, gave up on the dream. I'll just buy a shirt and give him to sign that. That's the um, Roger Rabbit shirt I wear once in a while. Epic. And on the screen right now, you can see the thing that a pan drew. Yay. Uh, I, it was, I, I, I was guilty of that, like, hey, draw the Powerpuff Girls in your style, and you just literally draw a Powerpuff Girl, but in a different outfit. Yeah. Yeah, but this was, what, 10 years ago? Yeah, this was, like, a year after this premiered. I think this was the first year uh, Gravity Falls was on TV, because... I went to, like, the very first Gra Gravity Falls panel, and it was a pretty small room at Comic-Con, and they gave out hats mm -hmm. for everybody, so I have, like, a Generation 1 Dipper Pines hat. Yeah, trucker hat. That's amazing. Yeah. It's... Did you meet any other creators at conventions? Oh, yeah. I, I, I always run into them and make an ass of myself and just, like, say, ha ha, please sign my thing. Ha ha, please have this comic. Ha ha. Sad. Please? Yeah, truly was a terrible time enough reminiscing for one podcast we need to save reminiscing for our next podcast yeah yeah, yeah. true in 2023 thank you for listening everyone so long bitch yeah, when this guys. airs it'll be december 30th so one day before new year's so you get to enjoy the podcast yeah. one more time yeah so long so long thanks for all the fish you want to leave us on like an impression of dipper Pan. Oh, Can you do a but, different impression? But, Mab uh, but Mabel smoking crack is wrong. Come on, dip. No, wait, hang on. But <laughs> come on, Dipper. Don't you want to smoke some weed? Wendy will think you're totally cool. Oh, but Mabel. Oh, no. Yeah, that's a classic animation. He's melted yeah, someone, into himself. Someone draw that and animate that no, of him. Just... So, someone did animate that. That's what I'm referencing, but no one remembers. You're referencing? Yeah, it's a cartoon. Oh. Uh, let's see. Dipper smokes weed. Dipper smokes. Is that what it was? Come on. Dipper smokes weed. Yeah, let's see. It was called Hey, Brevity Falls. Brevity Falls? That's what it was. Let me see. Is it on? Yeah. Oh, it's by that Joe guy. That guy's an asshole. Oh. Well, this was made 10 years before he became an asshole. Oh. Okay. So that's... Wait, I just scrolled down slightly and said, 
this this video by Charlie. Uh, huge Steven Universe X Gravity Falls crossover compilation. Hold on, there's more title. All Summer 2020 Universe Falls dubs. Yeah. And apparently below it is cheap copy of Gravity Falls, and it looks like a um, foreign cartoon that just steals the animation. Ooh, Interesting. Oh, yeah, but that's all, every pony. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a good See night. Bye. Here's to another lousy millennium. I want someone to sing that New Year song that people always sing. Old Lang Syne? That's the one. Five, four, three, two, one.